Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle. Me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Tuesday. I've had a rough day. It's just one of those days. You know, you know when you have those rough days where just shit doesn't seem right? That's that's how I've been all day today. But we did have an awesome show last night. We have a great show for you tonight. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around. But, of course, as per the usual, let's check out some sponsors. We've got TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great custom Break the Cycle sundowning logo uh, dark camo hoodie at a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, become a member of this year YouTube channel under all my videos by hitting the join link. Uh, where you can get into the private Discord server and get all of uh, the new gear up to two weeks before it comes out at like a 30% discount. So really good stuff. Definitely worth it. If you follow Top Lobster, you know he's the man. Um, and of course, uh, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, if you own a business, go check them out. What's up, Heather? Hey, thanks, guys, uh, so much for being in the chat and checking out the show night in and night out. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, just so you know, tomorrow there will be no show. I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday this week. So uh, i got four shows for you. Um, tomorrow we got some family stuff, a bunch of dentist appointments. Just I don't have any time to get ready for it. So uh, that's what we're going to have. But tonight we got a great show for you guys. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, uh, you guys know I've had him on the show before. Uh, we did record an episode for you guys uh, for when I was in Disney World uh, like a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. Uh, but for some reason, after I got to Disney and sat down on my laptop after like a 12-hour day of walking around the park uh, to upload videos for you guys, I found out I only had nine minutes of it recorded. I don't know what happened. Uh, so we are having a redo, but he is uh, my good friend, the young man uh, from uh, Drew Hancock's YouTube page, I guess, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about his Odyssey. Drew Hancock on Odyssey. He is Mr. Drew Hancock, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good, Josh. I'm glad to be here. Uh, this is my third appearance, appearance, only the second that people are going to be able to see. Yeah. Uh, our last episode that was lost, I mean, it was great. We shared some laughs. We had some really great in-depth discussions, but I guess it's just lost forever. So that's lost how it is. Lost forever. Maybe at, some point I'll, maybe at some point I'll upload it to the members-only stream so they can catch the nine minutes that got recorded. I don't remember. I can't remember if it's the beginning or the end. I think what I did is I have this uh, live streaming button on my on my controller, and I probably like I don't know like went to hit something else and accidentally hit the stream, and we were just talking and not <laughs> streaming, and I had no idea because uh, we weren't we didn't have any live chat because I was like streaming it to the to the uh, YouTube as private. So I don't know I don't know what happened, man, but it's a huge bummer, dude. What have you been yeah. up to, man? How's life for you? I know you were uh, talking about taking a a break from the old politi- political sp- sphere. Uh, but, but, uh, what, what, what do you got going on, man? Uh, yeah. So like recently I've kind of stayed out of all the politics talks. I haven't paid attention. I don't know what all the hot topics are on Twitter right now. I haven't paid attention at all. I've been tweeting about like pop tarts yeah. and uh, dumb stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, with my YouTube channel, I'm planning on releasing a video on Thursday that isn't about politics. Uh, that being said, I've created a couple other videos that I was going to upload and haven't because I'm kind of a perfectionist, which, uh, kind of sucks on it in its own way. Um, but yeah, there's that. I still work for Odyssey, which um, Top Lobster, your sponsor, is now one of my coworkers, and he is awesome. So a shout out to uh, Top Lobster. Um, but yeah, then I still got my Odyssey page and the uh, Twitter. So yeah. Nice. He's my coworker too, you know. 
Yeah. Well, we're going to, yeah. You can't take we're gonna have for, to we're gonna have to fight over him. You can't take him forever. You gotta you gotta share him with me. He's 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 uh my my friend my my partner on the show. Break the cycle, you know. Uh, but uh, what, what's going on at Odyssey, man? You guys got any what's you got any updates on the on the lawsuits or anything like that? You know anything about all that stuff? Uh, so the lawsuits don't affect Odyssey. So I'll say that. Just so that's just with the uh, library blockchain. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm on the Odyssey side, so I don't know anything about the, uh, lawsuit. Well, I, I mean, Odyssey specifically, I thought it was Odyssey too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've kind of done a, that's partly our fault. We've kind of done a bad job of differentiating the two. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like this is a new thing that's happened. So like library and Odyssey were two separate companies. So like I'm on the Odyssey side where someone like Jeremy Kaufman is on the library side. Right. Um, but like we still kind of, you know, talk to each other and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, with Odyssey, I mean, it, it just keeps on chugging along. We keep, uh, going, uh, we have lots of great channels like Joshua Smith, break the cycle I am and on there. lockout days and, uh, Reed Coverdale, who's now banned uh, from Twitter. You can find him on Odyssey. We have all sorts of great people. Yeah, but follow us on YouTube too, uh, until you f- decide to finally make it Odyssey and follow us over there just because, you know, for yeah. now until they kick us off. Until they kick here's what you do you subscribe on youtube and then odyssey that's where you send like the donations because we take less of a cut than youtube does that's true so subscribe here pay josh on odyssey that's true yeah i think what is what does odyssey take it's uh it's like uh less than a less than a, a tenth or something right so youtube takes uh, i believe 40 percent. 30 percent. yeah 30 percent. whatever it is yeah. uh we take five percent and then stripe has like their own fees but i that's mean it small. shakes out to be yeah, it shakes out to be a lot better than YouTube. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they take uh, so so actually the way YouTube works is they take a third of everything that you make. Like an entire third for themselves because, you know, they've worked so hard uh to create these channels for us. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know any I don't know that much about YouTube monetization because I don't have firsthand experience with making a lot of money on YouTube like the other half of this show currently has. So like <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's pretty good. I, I did I did recently uh my 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 pay on uh Google decreased drastically over the last month. I don't know if it's because you know I wasn't booking well or what, but yeah, I mean we dropped like uh, two thirds of what the monthly was prior. So you know, just chugging along here trying to survive, bro. I mean, everyone who watches you, we need to keep on messaging Michael Malice. Like, hey, Michael Malice, go on break the cycle. Yeah, the fact that Michael hasn't come on yet it just makes me so sad. But you know, I told him I wouldn't bother him anymore. He helped us get to Disney World, <laughs> so I said I won't. I won't send you any more messages, bud. Um, so let's talk about frogs, dude. Yeah. What's up with what's up with your thing with frogs, dude? What's going on there? So it's funny because there's a lot of things where like I thought that they would become a meme, meme with like my Twitter and stuff. Uh, like the catfish thing was one, uh, me tweeting about my son who doesn't exist. That's another one. That one always For... makes me laugh, dude. Every time like, <laughs> my son, I'm like, dude, he's, he's literally, how old are you? 21. Yeah. 21. I guess you're as old as I, mean, I, was I, I could have a son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, the frog thing kind of just stuck and, uh, everyone, uh, associates me with frogs, even though like they're toads, but you know, I call them frogs they are all the same thing. Uh, I don't know what the difference between a toad and a frog is, except toads are bigger and they like hop instead of leap, but whatever, that's all besides the point. Uh, so yeah, I like frogs. Um, just one day I was walking outside and I saw a frog and I decided to post a picture with him. 
and uh, that was well received. And a week later, I walked outside, saw that frog again, take another picture, and uh, the rest just wrote itself. And then I ended up moving, so I don't see that frog anymore. Oh, but, dude, are you sad? I mean, do you miss your Do you miss your uh, neighbor frog? I mean, I won't be able to see him again, but the memories that I made with him will last forever. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so recently you were in a debate with uh, uh, Anna, who? Sorry, Ace Arcist, yeah, and uh, and Clint from Liberty Lockdown. Man, how did you get? Why were you there? <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, Ace and Clint, they had been arguing like the entire day, like quote tweeting each other and replying and all sorts, all sorts of stuff. Um. So everyone wanted to see Ace and Clint talk. Um, it was a couple of weeks prior to that. I was arguing with Clint about kind of the same thing. So that's why Clint wanted to just get me on. But uh, yeah, Ace and Clint, they were the draws for that. And I was just kind of there, which, you know, I was happy to be there. Of course, that was the first time I went on Clint's show. Uh, so it was glad to finally talk to him because he refers to himself as like my Twitter dad and stuff. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean, it was a good conversation. I think we had a good talk. I think the key point was that even if uh, we argue with each other on Twitter, like we all still like each other. Uh, and there were some good things to clear up. Like Clint was talking about going to war with Ace and stuff, which uh, I guess we all misinterpreted what he meant. But like, yeah, we're all cool. And it was cool to clear that up and let everyone air their side of the thing. I'll tell you, um, I love Ace to death. And I'm sure there's things that Ace and I disagree with on uh, on. But I'm never going to argue on Twitter with Ace, dude, because I like <laughs> I value my sleep way too much. You know what I mean? And that guy will literally go all night long over and over and over and over again with you. And I just can't I don't got the I don't got the time for it, man. Josh, I used to be like that whenever I was a 14 year old kid. Uh, there was one night where I literally argued with a guy. I stayed up the entire night like this argument starts at like 8 p.m. I literally did not sleep. And I just argued with him the entire night. So Ace. I actually, I completely get it. It's addicting. So like confirmed Ace is a 14 year old kid. We're going to tell him. Exactly. Yes. That's messed up, man. Ace, if you're watching, dude, I, I apologize. I don't, I don't think like this jabroni does. Okay. I think that you're a nice upstanding adult. Yeah. Like a, it was an argument. It was my first introduction to a anarcho communist. Like I knew about communists. I didn't know what ANCOMs were. Oh yeah. And uh, always I was basically... I was trying to get them on the economic calculation problem. Right. So like whatever argument I was making. So I was like, uh, so, you know, you have your income society. Uh, there are scarce resources. I don't even remember how I phrased it, but uh, I actually completely stole this example from Stefan Molyneux. And I was like, okay, so you live in uh, Canada and there's people making bananas in South America. Why should the people in South America send you bananas if you want bananas? And uh, we basically just had an argument about, bananas for like 12 Jesus. hours and, and ancoms will argue with you uh, and ancaps and ancoms will argue over bananas for hours i mean that's legit that's something that's it's not it's not shocking to me at all at all exactly like bananas and frogs like that's what uh we, yeah. like yeah we'll argue over the most autistic like minute points for hours i mean yeah absolutely. i'm not calling ace autistic but i mean like yeah he'll argue about stuff for just hours bro ace like, will I'm call himself away. autistic trust me <laughs> i promise you uh, as will most of the crew, that's just kind of how it works. Everyone knows we can, uh, we can stay, uh, we can stay autistic longer than they can stay solvent. That's how it works, dude. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so tell me about this break, man. Why are you taking this break from politics? What, what prompted it? Uh, mostly just a lack of interest. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. I think, uh, yeah, kind of getting just tired of all the con like, I still believe everything that I believe. I'm not like not a libertarian or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, just getting tired of 
making the same points over and over again and getting into the same arguments. Uh, there's lots of people doing like better stuff than I do that I think in like uh, with my videos, you know, I'm just kind of rehashing the same stuff that's already been said before. Uh, so yeah, I don't really see any value to me doing that. And it's not really what I'm interested in doing anymore. Sure. Sure. But so, well, then I hate to talk politics with you, bud. That's okay. But, uh, I think, you know, one of the things that you were arguing on Twitter a lot about was the, the, the lockdowns and the vaccine passports and private businesses, bro, and all that stuff, you know, and as somebody who's a, a staunch, um, advocate of trolling and shitting on Cato and reason as much as possible, um, they were to me were the the private business bro branch of the of the the movement for the last year or so and uh and you you know you I'm not saying you made bad points I think your points are are absolutely relevant and I I believe them pretty much fully but since the mandates came out you know and and people are being forced to do this I mean it's affecting 200 million Americans uh are are basically being told well if you don't like it you can quit you know what I mean um I, does that does that change your outlook on this stuff at all. So uh, with the Libertarians, like my first interaction with Brianna Coyle, uh, just to drop a name, was uh, I made a joke about like a bank will ask you to take off your hat for security purposes, but then they'll tell you to wear a mask. Right. Uh, and then I had her blowing up my mentions about like, oh, I guess you don't believe in private property rights. Like, oh, I guess you don't think the private companies. It's like, no, I'm just pointing out that, uh, hey, these banks and all these places, they have kind of dumb policies which uh, there's nothing unlibertarian about saying that, hey, a private person is doing something stupid. Like if I'm at a restaurant and I order a medium rare steak and it comes out well done, uh, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, it's a private company. They can cook my steak however they want. Um, so, I mean, there's that part of it. But then, like, yeah, I do think that they have that right to do what they want. Whether or not I agree with them doing it, I think is a completely separate issue. Um, and I mean, I'm not like blackpilled about anything like it's not like uh i don't know a lot of this uh people getting fired and stuff i think it's awful um i'm not gonna carry water for the regime and um so like yeah even if i have even if i think that they have that right i still think that uh employers who do that are complete pieces of shit and uh, yeah i'm not gonna defend them anymore good good because um, yeah. i think we should fight them in the streets mostly so that's kind of where like, I'm at, uh, dude. I'm go like full Black Lives Matter and like start throwing bricks. Dude, I just I've gotten I, it's I've it's it's driven me past my breaking point. You know what I mean? It took me from literally like this whole situation. I've said it several times on the show. It took me from I want to teach them to get the fuck out of my way or else. Like that's really what where it took my mentality the last almost two years. You know what I mean? Like like at, at some point you have to have to realize, in my opinion, and I'm not gonna we're not gonna sit here and debate it. Um, yes. Yes, this is live. Did I did I mess up the the title? Oh, no. I don't think I messed up the title on on the. Oh, YouTube. you did. It says a uh, Jody Plouch. However, you say it. What the hell did? It, let me see. Hold on, guys. I'm gonna see if I did something something wrong here. I'm gonna see what I did. I'm gonna fix it. You guys are gonna watch me yeah. fix it on my YouTube. My boy uh, Ofer Nave is saying that Jody looks different. Yeah, Ofer's the shit. Oh, that's what happened. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I um. Somehow started a live that wasn't the live that I had scheduled. So, sorry guys, <laughs> my bad. I will uh, let me fix it real quick. Hold on, I love you guys. Um, it's like a, a Rick roll. Yeah, I know, right? 
with uh drew hancock yeah. just josh being a boomer as always what's new jeez i can't believe i did that i'm sorry every man. time every time i come on it's just something different like the first time the stream started late uh because josh couldn't figure out a technical thing last time we didn't even record and then this time he's calling me jody whatever i i it's really promise time. you uh 100 i did not do this on purpose <laughs> Now I have the uh, now I have the actual um, stream link uh, name correct, and uh, I even put the really cool uh, picture that our good friend Top Lobster did for you is up yeah. there now. So everything the should beard be beard and that the beard in that picture is very generous. I'll just say, yeah, he did uh, he did hook you up with some pretty sweet facial hair, bro. Yeah, well, uh, so like whenever we whenever he made that, I did have a beard, and then like I shaved. Uh, right before we recorded. So the last one we recorded, I was clean shaven. And then since then I haven't uh, shaved again. So it's kind of starting to grow back. I think you should grow like, like a, just a gnarly beard, dude, like a big one. Well, my Twitter followers uh, are trying to cyber bully me into growing a beard. Like I tweeted out one time, should I grow a beard? And I think I got like 90 replies and all of them, literally every single one was saying yes. Yes. You look that's not Twitter than, bullying. Yeah. That's you ask. Listen, that's the market speaking, bro. And you got to listen to the market. You know what I mean? I guess if you say so, you gotta do it. I don't know. I should have just blocked all those people. So, do you want to talk about how much the Chiefs suck and Patrick Mahomes sucks, or what do we we want to talk about? All right, listen. If you want to, I got a lot to say about the Kansas City Chiefs. Bring it, Patrick Mahomes. I'll I'll give you the big screen. Go ahead. What do you got to say? Okay. So, listen. There's something about football. I think it's just because everyone watches it. Well, everyone except the autistic people watching this currently. Uh, Everyone watches the NFL, so any idiot just feels entitled to talk about football whenever they have no clue what they're talking sure. about. Uh, so with Patrick Mahomes, people are saying, oh, Patrick Mahomes sucks. The Chiefs offense is figured out. Uh, they frankly, they have no idea what they're talking about. Sure. So even after the debacle that was Sunday where the Chiefs scored three points and were absolutely just hammered, there's still a top five offense in every single per drive category. Uh, prior to that game, they were not only a top five offense, they were number one and they were historically great. Uh, so the idea that Patrick Mahomes has figured out and that the offense sucks that carries absolutely no water. Uh, I think a lot of the interceptions, Patrick Mahomes, he had, I think it was six last year and only five the year before. Uh, he has had a lot of turnover luck. So he's had a lot of dropped interceptions. Uh, with this year, it's mostly just the other end of that. So in the past, he's been extremely lucky with turnovers. This year is just extremely unlucky. And then I think that you also factor in that the defense this year is historically bad. So he knows that he has to score in every possession. Uh, so there's forcing it a bit. And I think we had this play against Tennessee this past week where he was rolling out to his left and threw it to Josh Gordon. who was completely covered uh, and it didn't really work. Yeah. The chiefs, their offense isn't figured out. They have a fantastic offense. They just need to cut out the turnovers. It's similar to 2011 with Philadelphia, which was Andy Reid's second to last year. That offense, whenever Michael Vick was healthy, they were great. They just kept on turning the ball over. The Chiefs are going to figure it out. It's just if they figure out in time to make the playoffs. Sure. Shout out to Magoo. Thanks for the $5 Super Chat, man. He said, dropping by. Got to go watch the Braves. What up, Drew? He also said, ask Drew about the Chiefs super fan fight at Arrowhead during the Chargers game. What happened there, dude? Yes. So uh, I posted about this and I said, I, if you guys think that libertarian infighting is bad, you need to check this out. So there's this guy X factor. And I took a picture with him when I was 13, I posted it on Twitter. Uh, he got knocked the fuck out 
at the uh, Chiefs Bills game by a guy, which is, was funny in itself, and that was recorded. Which I mean, I guess it's not funny to watch a guy get knocked. It kind of is. <laughs> uh, but then later he went to Twitter and he posted like a picture of him with this guy and a bunch of other people, and he said, "Red Extreme is the guy in front of me." And our feud actually started 18 years ago whenever he slept with the mother of my children. Oh, my God. And, like, the whole thing just spiraled into, like, this drama thing. And now he's banned from Arrowhead. And, like, so, yeah, it's pretty funny. But it's like, yeah, if you guys think that uh, infighting is exclusive to uh, libertarians, just check out, like, the Chiefs fan community. Sure. Some crazy shit happening. See, I'm a Cowboys fan, so we don't have those issues. You know what I mean? I'm I'm guessing if you look hard enough. No nah, man, we're, we're not the Raiders. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, the Raiders are, uh, yeah. We're not the Eagles either. The Eagles have the the craziest, scariest like shit go down at their stadium when, especially when they play the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. But um, what if Patrick Mahomes was just a flash in the pan, dude? Yeah, that's no. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, and I oh, mean dude. That oh, come sincerely. on, dude, come on, of all time. Listen, uh, yeah, of all time. Oh, well, no. hang on, maybe not of all time yet. Aaron Rodgers is the best of all time. No, but uh, Patrick Mahomes, he will. You know be. who it's the great. You know who the goat is. It's not Tom. You Brady. know, even uh, I hate the man, and I know who the goat yeah. is. Tom Brady is what we call a system quarterback. Oh my god, here every we go. Single team. System quarterback, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, every single year he's won the Super Bowl. He's had an elite defense. Uh, if you look at like this past week with Tampa Bay, like all of his touchdown drives were on short fields. He's been blessed. If you put Patrick Mahomes and some of the teams that Brady played on, they would have won 10 Super Bowls. Uh, and I mean, just ask yourself, you can have prime Tom, you can have 22 year old Tom Brady or 22 year old Patrick Mahomes to start a football team with. I am taking Patrick Mahomes. No question. Like no question about crazy, it. dude. Crazy. It's uh, nah, dude. I, like, like, you know, as, as a Cowboys fan, I want to be like, nah, Troy Aikman is the greatest quarterback of all time. But even I have to say like, it's very, very clear who the greatest of all time quarterback yeah. is. And I mean, NFL. you look at a uh, Tom Brady's luck, like uh, Tom Brady has had historic luck. So in the year he won his first Super Bowl, 2001, uh, there was the tuck rule game where the Raiders had them beat and Tom Brady fumbled it. And because of the tuck rule, they rolled it in a complete pass, which it absolutely was not. Uh, there's also that in the Super Bowl, he led a game winning drive on a field goal, which was only like 40 yards, uh, the drive where it was just check down passes the entire time. Uh, the next Super Bowl, 2003, against Carolina. To set up his game-winning field goal drive in that one, the kicker for Carolina kicked the ball out of bounds to set them up at the 40, another instance of luck for Tom Brady. Uh, Philadelphia, I don't have anything to, to say about that one. That one was legit. Uh, Donovan McNabb played like shit, but whatever, uh, which also is not credit to Tom Brady. That's credit to Bill Belichick. Uh, what was the other one? 2014, he would have lost if the Seahawks just ran the ball. Uh, 2016, he would have lost to the Falcons if the Falcons ran the ball instead of throwing it and knocking themselves out of field goal range a couple times. Uh, and then 2018, he shouldn't have even been in the Super Bowl because D. Ford and the Chiefs should not have lined up offsides on the game-winning interception. Uh, so with all of Brady's Super Bowl wins, there are asterisks. Oh, and, uh, I don't think so, buddy. Every single one he was led by, in every single one, he was led by the defense. Like whenever they beat the Rams 13-3, to uh, you know, great for Tom Brady putting up 13 points uh, whenever he beat the Seahawks and Malcolm Butler made that interception, which uh, again, they wouldn't have even been in that position if the Seahawks just ran the ball. Uh, 
in a Super Bowl against the Rams, they held the Rams, I think, to 17 points. That was the greatest show on turf. That was the greatest offense of all time. And the Patriots, they also scored a defensive touchdown in that game. Which, uh, listen, if you want to say that Tom Brady motivates his defensive players to score touchdowns, like uh, you can make that argument, but I don't think that really holds water. Man, you're, I take Patrick you're Mahomes, as I autistic take about Rogers. football as you yeah. are about libertarianism, dude. I would take uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'd take Aaron Rodgers. I would still take Joe Montana. I would take Dan Marino. Uh, you cannot leave Troy Aikman out of this conversation, bro. Aikman, yeah, maybe not. Aikman in his prime, dude. You cannot leave him out of this conversation. I would probably take Brady over Aikman. Like, I don't think, uh, like, Barry McCockner is a famous guy on Twitter. He thinks Brady is bad. I don't think Brady is bad. Brady is very intelligent. Uh, and that's part of what makes him great. Like, he always makes the right read. Uh, but in terms of physical talent, there's nothing special about Tom Brady. He always played for good teams. I disagree, uh, dude. The guy's the guy's like fifty. He's like the uh, he's like fifty. He's the, Bill, going, he's the Bill Russell of the NFL. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, Mag- and the only reason he's still playing is because he's definitely using like human growth hormone or like something. Like he's not naturally. I mean, the guy still gets tested. Uh, Magoo, thanks for the five dollar super chat. He says, "Can it finally be? Uh, can it officially finally be cringe for libertarians to refer to it as sports ball? It always was, bro. Yeah, it always was. It always was. <laughs> and so that's the one thing. Like, it pisses me off. So people, oh, you support football? I'm like, no, nah, motherfucker, I watch football because I love it yeah. because it's literally, it's like, it's like part of the things in my one single life that I get to live uh, that I actually enjoy, and so I'm gonna watch it." I don't care. I don't care if you hate it. Like it doesn't bother me yeah. at all. You know what I mean? I actually I used to be autistic about that. So I would post on like Chiefs forums about like, hey, you guys know that Arrowhead Stadium is funded by taxpayer dollars, right? And the NBA and the NFL gets all of these tax. Yeah. But uh, after a certain point, I mean, just don't be a rain on people's parade. Like the government's involved in everything. Just let people enjoy stuff. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down. Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Offer Nave, what's up, man? He he sent a super chat, three dollars super chat. It's not showing up in the chat though, and I think it's because I think it's because it's uh they probably blocked it. But he's like, hot take, casual violence, slapping girls, punching guys is is a necessary regulating force within the human ecosystem. One, which the modern state has priced out of reach of most people. That's fun. That's a fun one. Yeah. I think like, uh, Snoop Dogg talks about that, (laughs) but uh, anyway, we are not going to talk about hitting women or men on this podcast. We'll save that for after hours. Yeah, I'm not. I I I am actually. That's what I'm. I'm not going to debate people online anymore. I'm just going to be like, all right, dude, meet me in the parking lot of this Walmart, and we're going to hash it out there from now on. Exactly. That's literally how I'm going to handle all the internet beasts from now on. I don't even care if you can beat me up. Come do I mean, it yourself, listen, you, coward. You were you were in the military. I'm sure that you know some stuff. 
I also trained MMA for 10 years and wrestled for 14 years. So, I mean, whenever I was nine years old, I did a Taekwondo. So there we go. I was in the Navy, dude. They trust me. They don't teach you a lot of, (laughs) they don't teach you a lot of hand to hand combat in the Navy, bro. It's really more about like, uh, get your PT done so we can drink a keg, dude. You know what I mean? That's what the Navy's about. (laughs) That's 100. People are always making fun of the Navy. Oh, it's gay. It's this, it's that. No, man. It's like one giant social drinking club. That's what the Navy is. That's awesome. I mean, well, people also, they make fun of the Air Force and they call it the Chair Force. Yeah, but but meanwhile, uh, they get paid more than all the other branches and they had like yep. air-conditioned tents in the Middle East and were like eating lobster and shit. So, I mean. Yeah, the Air Force is where all the smart people go, which doesn't make any sense because if you're like a Marine and you want to call them the Chair Force, that makes sense. But if you're just like some dude, like why are you calling a branch of the military like saying they don't do anything? Well, and, and I feel like people really sleep on the worst branch, which is the Puddle Pirates in the uh, Coast Guard, right? Like that's, I mean, no, nobody ever talks about the Coast Guard and how they're like, you know, they're not even really like a war fighting outfit, you know, they just do a bunch of like yeah. drug operations off the coast of like Cuba. I mean, that's really, you know what I mean? That's what they got going on in South America. And so, uh, you know, nobody ever talks are they, about that shit. Are they worse than the uh, Space Force? Oh, I don't know. Space, I didn't even think about Space Listen, Space Force may save us very heavily one day. You never know, dude. You never know. It, I mean, yeah, whenever the uh, Independence Day aliens come, like, we'll need them. That'll come in handy. Yeah, hopefully Will Smith will lead them. I really hope exactly. so. I was a be- the words Will Smith were about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, Top Lobster, thanks for the uh, the $5 super chat, man. Uh, how many pairs of that outfit does Drew own? That's a very good question, actually. So I actually, like, I am kind of autistic. I own some pairs, like multiple pairs of the same things. Like, if there's a shirt I really like, I'll buy a couple pairs of the same shirt. And, uh, wear well, you don't it. like any Top Lobster gear or what, dude? I have Top Lobster gear. I have paid for Top Lobster gear. I endorse Top Lobster fully. Everyone go to toplobster.com and buy some stuff. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Yeah, there we go. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or join my uh, Patreon, subscribe star, become a member of the YouTube channel to get into the private discussion. Sorry, no, I, I was gonna get yeah, I got, that. got me right back into the uh right back into the sponsors, <laughs> dude. Jesus. Yeah. No, I love Top Lobster. Top Lobster is great. Top Lobster, like I said, he works for uh, Odyssey now and he's uh doing a lot of great stuff. Uh what were we talking about? We were talking about Space Force. Yeah, Space Force and uh versus the puddle pirates in the uh in the Coast Guard. I mean, I would say I'd probably have to side with the Coast Guard for now. Like, uh, whenever the aliens come, maybe I'll side with the uh, Space Force. But, I mean, at least oceans exist. Like, we're doing stuff there. It's true. It's true. But, but uh, yeah, Space Force, that's a, that's a funny outfit, isn't it? I mean, you, you got to feel, you got you to gotta think that at, at some point when that was started, they knew something more than what we know. I mean, listen, whenever you become president, like, People make jokes about this. They guarantee they sit you down and they say, okay, aliens exist. We did 9-11. Like, and they just <laughs> run through all this stuff. <laughs> we did 9-11. We got to save that for the members only stream, bro. Come on. We talk oh, yeah, about 9-11 talk about in the members only stream all the time. And that's why you should sign up for the YouTube channel so you can come and watch that stuff live, man. Exactly. I mean, Reed Coverdale, bless his heart, before he got banned, he uh, was taking on all the 9-11 truth people, which I don't know where you stand on that. But uh, yeah, Reed, like I there were a lot more of them than I thought that there were. Like, I didn't know that that was still a big, a big thing, but, uh, it's huge, getting dude. roasted. Huge, huge. Well, and it's, it's funny because Reed is also a nine 11 truther, right? He is. Yes. But I he's like, he was, but he's like, so, so there's two very distinct sides to the nine 11 truthers, dude. Okay. Yeah. 
There's the side that's like, there were no planes. It was a fucking laser beam. You know what I mean? Like all this crazy outlandish shit. And then there's another side that's like, could you guys please stop saying that you're making us who, who know that it was, you know, some kind of operation. Uh, look crazy because you're saying all this outlandish shit. You know, like there was no plane that hit the Pentagon and all this stuff. They're still very much like, hey, this was you know created by. I think they. I I don't know him and and Ryan Dawson talk a lot about it, but um, you know, the, the is Israel had a, uh, something to do with it, and you know they, you know the the people who actually uh, you know were in the planes were were you know they they don't. They don't say all the crazy stuff like there was thermite and all this shit. Like they don't do that. And so yeah. there's like two sides of the 9-11 truther movement. And one side is like upset because the other side is discrediting their work. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Well, I don't know. This would make me a truther. But like I'm not saying this is the case, but I think it's entirely possible that maybe they knew there was something was going to happen and they didn't do anything. Like I'm not saying they were in on it, but they were like, you know. Because wasn't that proven that like they had reports that sure. Al Qaeda was going to do something? That stuff's always reported. You know, we we yeah. know we know the same with Pearl Harbor too, and um, uh, what else? There's there's more too. But th- I mean, yeah, essentially every big attack like that that Americans have ever faced, it's we always have some kind of intel on it, and then we just don't do anything with it. Like because yeah. because they know like nine eleven gave Bush and our administration at the time. Uh, the biggest support for wars, any wars they wanted to go to in the Middle East forever. I mean, that's essentially yeah. what it did. Uh, you know, uh, Pearl Harbor gave support to get into World War II. I mean, anybody who watches the U.S. government and doesn't understand that whether they've manufactured a crisis or not is of no significance. What is of significance is that every single, uh, uh, you know, every single one of these incidences is going to be used for other means. Always, always, always. They always have ulterior motives uh, when it comes to these things. So you know, you exactly. can, if a, vi- a big event happens in this country, we're attacked or we're attacked abroad, they're going to use it every single time. Yeah, and I mean, that's my stance on the whole uh, 9-11 truth stuff. Like whether or not, uh, you know, jet fuel can't melt steel beams and all that stuff, it doesn't really matter. Like the result's the same, which right. is that it justified the Afghanistan war and the war on terror and then later Iraq and all of this stuff. Like, I don't really see why it matters and why people want to spend a ton of time focusing on it. Yeah. It's just, it's, I think it's, it's one of those things that's hard for people to let go of because so many people did die. So many of their countrymen did die. It was the biggest, I mean, for our generation, my generation, I, you, you were barely, barely there. Right. Were yeah. You, yeah. I was a year old. Yeah. A year old. Um, uh, for this generation, it's the one thing that we can all remember as being like the worst thing that's ever happened in our entire lives. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things that people can't really just let go of, uh, especially if you were like me. I was 17. I was watching the the uh, the images of it happening on TV, and then I joined the military because of it, and I went to war because of it. And so, you know, to find out that, you know, these things were used to to manufacture these crises and in overseas and stuff that you were a part of. It's really hard for me to let go of something like that. It's really hard for me to just say, oh, well, eh, that sucks because I, it duped me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it duped me into doing uh, something that I would never do now as an adult um, unless I unless I really, truly believed in it. And at the time I did. Um, but that's that's. I think there's an entire generation of, of veterans, especially, um, but people who are extra, extra skeptical of the government, um, 
who who understand that it's not the way it was told it happened and understand that the 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 things that came after it like the patriot act and the wars and stuff like that um the massive increase in spending we understand that that had nothing to do with the other thing um and so i think we're hurt by that and it's something that's very hard to let go it's like you know it's like when you really piss off a girlfriend and they just hold on to it for like 10 years, like, you know, it'd be like 10 years later at 12.01 AM and you guys are both just about to fall asleep and she'd be like, Hey, you remember that one time? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's literally how, how 9-11 is like we, you know, first of all, we've had it shoved down our throats repeatedly over and over and over again to never forget for, I mean, ad nauseum for 20 years. Right. But also so many of us were affected by it. And I think that that's, I think that that's the reason why I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm a I don't stone know. Tonight. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, we're yeah. The uh, conspiracy, which uh, Stone Josh, like this will be an interesting one. The conspiracy that I'm most into is the JFK conspiracies. Sure. So I had a uh, my junior year of high school. I took government, and my teacher talked primarily about two things. Whenever he went off the curriculum, he talked about the Federal Reserve, which he was a greenbacker, so he's still terrible. But sure. you know, he still hated the Federal Reserve, and we watched uh, Money Masters in that class and all. Of this anti-fed stuff uh, the other thing was jfk conspiracies and uh i gotta be honest i don't know if uh lee harvey oswald acted alone i think that it makes sense that uh maybe there was some other shady stuff going on what do you think josh oh 100 i mean I, I i sometimes question whether lee harvey oswald had anything to do with it whatsoever honestly yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, maybe it was something set up to where he was at the uh, top of the building or whatever. But, you know, you had a couple people on the uh, grassy knoll in case he missed or something. Or maybe that was their plan the whole time and they were just going to pin it on him. I don't know. Have you uh, have was, you read uh, Hornberger's books on the on this topic? No, I didn't know he wrote any uh, yeah, books about Jacob it. Hornberger uh, wrote two books about the JFK assassination. Dude, you should definitely check them out. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very smart man, dude. Yeah. I don't know. We should just like... Re- Go ahead. Oh, Jermaine Vincent. He dropped a, a ten dollars super chat. He said uh, JFK was one of the nine eleven pilots. I mean, there we go. It all circles around. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of conspiracy. What do you think about a uh, Hitler lived in, in? Hitler didn't kill himself. He went to Argentina. Well, we know a lot of Nazis went to Argentina. I know that for sure. <laughs> um, and so it's possible. You know what I mean? Uh, we we did cover for a lot of the Nazis in the U.S. and in fact in, integrated quite a bit of them into our own society. Um, you know, as doctors and and lawyers and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's definitely I mean, it's definitely a... possible. Conspiracy is my favorite shit, man. And and you know, it's funny because the JFK conspiracy was the, honestly the first um conspiracy I ever read about. I I read a, a some book when I was young. It was like a short pamphlet on it. Um, when I was I was young, I was probably fourteen or maybe even younger. Um, and that was like the first time where I was like, huh, that's bizarre. Like to think that our government would have some kind of conspiracy like that, you know, like that's a thing. And then nine 11 happened shortly after then joined the military and saw that our government lies to us repeatedly all the time. And it changed everything, you know, and now it's, it's very hard to not be completely skeptical of, of our state. I mean, it's very hard for me to not, I mean, on everything they say, everything, it's very hard for me to not be at least a little bit skeptical every single time someone from an administration opens their mouth. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, so like there's a saying that yesterday's conspiracy theories are today's truth. Like, uh, that's just how it goes. Like, look at the lab leak theory. True. That was a crazy conspiracy theory. You know, you'll get banned for saying that. And now that's just fact. Uh, 
But yeah, can I just, uh, can we just take a second to say shout out to Alex Jones? Alex Jones is amazing. I love Alex Jones. I listened to Alex Jones for years. Uh, even whenever he talks about humanoids crossed with fish and gay frogs and stuff like that, I mean, it's funny. Like, I don't know if there's anything to that, but uh, Alex Jones, great guy. I love Alex Jones. Yeah, I'm a big fan too, man. And, and uh, you know, I spent a lot of my life going, what a fucking wackadoodle that guy is, right? <laughs> like, he's just insane. He's got to be crazy. And then uh, some couple years ago, I finally started going, you know, I think Alex might be right. And it just kept getting more and more right. And now motherfuckers owe this man a serious apology. Yeah. Dude, on the uh, humanoids crowd, so he has this one, and someone made an edit of it, which is really funny, where he's talking about a, he was at a, like he was talking to a genetic scientist and like, he's never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. That's how he's phrased it. And about how uh, they have humanoids crossed with fish. And like my dad and I, we laugh at that and think it's funny. But then we look on Twitter like a month ago or whatever it was. And there's a fucking video of a pig crossed with a person. Oh yeah. And then it's like, Oh shit, this is a real fucking thing. Dude, they're, like, they, sorry, they do all kinds of uh, uh, experiments against God, man. It's crazy shit. Yeah. But, uh, what about the moon landing? Ah, oh, man. That's a hard one for me. <laughs> I, I watched that whole, uh, they, they put a documentary about it on Netflix a few years back, and I watched a whole documentary about it and how, you know, they say Stanley Kubrick put a bunch of hints in his movies to, to try and tell people that he filmed yeah. it in a, in a, uh, you know, in some kind of studio in Hollywood. And, um, you know, there's, there's definitely some things that are crazy, like, like, uh, the picture where, there was no uh, shadow. The flag wasn't waving. I know. I get that. There's probably no. I guess no wind in, in on the moon. I don't know. But um, I mean, there was a lot of things that were definitely very um, off-putting about that situation. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about it to be honest with you. And and I am. Yeah. A, I am. I am a pretty hard conspiracy theorist, dude. So uh, when it, when something gets me going, I I really dive in, dude. I start looking for everything I possibly can, and um, you know, I'm still. Uh, I, I've still really, I think my biggest questions on any events, especially in my lifetime is still the Vegas shooting. I still have a ton of questions and it was like, Oh yeah. When they ended that news cycle, it was gone for good. Nothing else yeah. came out. Well, wasn't there like a text message conversation that came out where he was encouraged by like someone who worked for the CIA to do it. There was that. And then his brother was going to come out and say a bunch of stuff. And they found like, uh, hundreds of gigabytes or something of child porn on his brother's com- like like a 1997 apple computers like come on dude seriously like we're yeah. not fucking stupid you know i don't know i mean like people joke about feds and the liberty movement and all that sort of stuff uh which i'll just say there most certainly are people working for the federal government in the libertarian movement oh no doubt uh is it that big is it like a lot of people i don't know about that but uh be careful about don't don't fed post don't uh, be careful who you talk about revolution with uh if it's a woman like chances are they're a fed <laughs> All uh, of them. yeah if their name rhymes with rick farwalk i mean chances are they're a fed yeah. sorry scott horton definitely a fed uh, <laughs> there's no doubt scott hates me for that but uh, dude i can't get yeah. i can't get over it. i didn't even hear what was a i didn't even listen to that what did scott say like got i just so knew that mad, he was, dude yeah He's like, there's literally no proof whatsoever. You guys are doing a disservice. And, you know, he went off, dude. Yeah. He really went off. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sitting, Star Wars a fucking fed, like, straight yeah. up. Like, I love Scott to death, but we were never going to agree on this. Ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever. Well, I mean, I will say so with Odyssey. I I mean, this is a safe space, so I can talk about it. 
so there are a lot of conspiracy theorists who come after us and say that we're part of Google, like we're a secret operation with Google. Yeah, okay. And uh, part of what fuels that is that Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E.com, was a domain owned by YouTube, owned by Google six years ago. And then the guy who owned that sold it to Google, and then Google sold it to someone else, and then it came back to us. But then, so people find out about like, oh, odyssey.com, the domain used to be owned by Google. And then they think, oh, we're a secret Google operation. And uh, so like people do latch on to a lot of just circumstantial stuff True. that is just complete circumstance. But there's a way where you can draw that and be like, oh, okay, so this anti-YouTube platform pops up. Oh, well, maybe there's uh, something to that. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of stuff is just coincidental that gets connected as a being intent, which uh, I noticed that with like videos and stuff where I'll do stuff that is completely by accident and people will ascribe like intention to it. Like, Oh, you meant to do that. Uh, And then likewise, when there is stuff that I do mean to do, people always think that that's an accident. My fiance does that to me all the time, by the way, (laughs) all the time. She'll be like, she'll be like, earlier you said this. And I'll be like, baby, I was totally kidding. It was totally a joke. You know, she'll be like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm, I'm the one who told it. Like, I know, I know that it was a joke. You're not allowed to tell me what I thought was a joke. Exactly. You know, but uh, I mean, yeah, with the conspiracies, like it's cool. I mean, I don't, I don't get upset about him. Like uh, Jesse Ventura is all right. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that guy's wild too, bro. Yeah, he's uh living in Mexico. I loved watching him as a wrestler, man. That was one of my favorites when I was young. Yeah, that was before my time. Yeah, I'm, I I'm old. I'm old balls, dude. I'm like, I'm, I just, re- I was woke up this morning and realized I'm almost forty. Yep, Josh, the thirty-seven-year-old boomer. I could That's literally, I could literally be your dad. Uh, you could. Yeah, that'd be kind of a. I just would. I mean, I would have had you older than my my daughter had my granddaughter. I don't know how old you are. I'm I'm thirty. I'm thirty eight, almost thirty nine. Okay, then yeah, you could. I could have been eighteen and had you, dude. I could be your dad. Maybe I am your dad. I I mean, I think on Twitter we're gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start telling people that I'm your dad. I mean, there's some. There's some statistic, I don't remember what it is, or like I've always heard that, uh, heard the story of like a science class where they were learning about genetics and they had like the kids take like DNA tests home and like a good portion of the class found out that who they thought was their biological dad wasn't actually their biological dad. Uh, (laughs) That's another one that I heard from Stefan Molyneux like years ago. So I don't know anything else about that, but just something to think about. Maybe Josh is my dad. That might be, could be, uh, I got a, I got a, uh, chat from, uh, El Pulpo. First of all, uh, Mr. Pulpo, Pulpo. big, big fan of you. You know that, uh, I don't know why you're throwing, throwing it, throwing it down with these fakertarian tweets or these fakertarian dweebs recently. Uh, it makes me sad for you, but, uh, he asked me if I'm going to go on fakertarians with him and Archie and be mutualist. I'm going to answer this very clearly. Uh, not just no, but fuck no. I've been on the show. Uh, I told them everything I had to say on their show. Uh, and the end of my association with Fakertarians was uh, when we ridiculed John Hudak on my show and then actually had a, a good show with Tower Power Hour. So that's it. Yeah. That was it, Can buddy. I say on that? Huh? I think that it's uh, understandable for you not to want to talk to Fakertarians. Pulpo is very smart. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a very thoughtful person. So I think that, and whenever he uh, actually appeared on their show already and they actually had a good conversation. So I think that Pulpo, I think that maybe he can uh, get through to them a bit. Yeah. Like, well, I, 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 I want to see that. I hope he can. But, uh, I, after 
uh, five, six years of associating with those guys. I don't think you're going to. But, hey, man, uh, uh, all the best to you, brother. Good luck. Uh, I'm done with fake Terrence. Uh, I spent several years of them calling me a Nazi sympathizer. Um, you know, they've they've got this group that attacks my family. Uh, you know, uh, they've yeah. tried to get me thrown out of positions and, like, tried to pass around my job, and they fucking doxed my phone number on their show, like – truly they can uh they can eat my entire ass dude that's uh that's about <laughs> all they get from me forever i'm done with them so um but good luck I mean, to yeah. you man you know yeah good luck Polpo. we love you bully more blue checks yeah yeah dude i mean i love i love the his work with blue checks it's probably the best on twitter there's no doubt about it dude. yeah the the ball sack thing is just i mean it literally fuels days and days of entertainment for me days and days yeah. and i don't even think Pope Popo doesn't even follow me anymore he like unfollowed me or something i don't know why weirdo you're weirdo buddy but i love you to death listen whenever he got banned last i did not think he was going to top pascal's wigger as his handle but oh, yeah. a check mark abuser like that's perfect cool. yeah he's he's perfect. always got good ones man he always does I'm, I'm a fan he knows i'm a fan i'm a fan of that whole crew man I love uh, Neil Connor Mover. I've had him all on my show and stuff. I'd love to do like an entire show with Pulpo. That'd be fun. Yeah, there we go. Pulpo, you're invited on. Yeah, you're free we'll to come that, on my uh, show anytime you Novem- want. Buddy. November 2nd is when Pulpo is going to be on. What is it? What, November 2nd? Why does that have significance? What's going on here? I don't know. Did you just come up, did you just come up with that off the top of your head, dude? Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, dude. Good job. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah f- it's probably a weekend. I probably don't even do a show that week. Hey, let me look on the old calendar here. I know it's a week from today. There oh, you go. Shit. Well, yeah, man, you want to come on next next week? That's cool. Yeah, you got a week's notice. Yeah, I like it, dude. Well, shit, man, we're getting to the end of the uh, public stream, brother. What do you got coming up next? What do you got going on? Uh, I am planning on releasing a video Thursday. What's it about? Evening. Uh, that is to be determined. Right now, I'm going to be talking about college. Not politics, um, though. Yeah, I'm not going to take it from a political angle. But uh, I think that there's plenty to complain about college about that isn't political besides like the obvious point of, oh, it's SJW propaganda and brainwashing and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, but at the same time, maybe I decide to scrap that again and completely start over. But uh, my deadline is Thursday. Something will be coming out Thursday, whether it's that or something else. I, you, you're and very then, uh, secretive about this recently, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued now. Yeah. Well, I mean, so with my YouTube channel, it kind of was a blessing for the most part that uh, Dave Smith and Michael Miles found me like immediately. But uh, the downside of that was that I had no opportunity to experiment. Right. So like, uh, which with my channel, I want to try different things. And I'm guessing that the stuff that I release now, a year from now, I'll think that, Oh, this is fucking terrible. Like uh, the old stuff that I uploaded, like the blue pill libertarians video. I hate that video. That I video love is that awful. Video. It's one of my favorite uh, videos, dude. You're crazy. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, we'll just see what happens. But uh, everyone, you know, follow me on Odyssey, follow me on YouTube and Twitter and all of that good stuff. Lockout days down there at the bottom. Yeah, it's it's going across the bottom, and I put the L there that time for you, buddy, so people know yep. it's not lockout days. Yep, not lockout days. Not lockout days. Well, brother, I'm a big fan. You know, I love you to death. I really appreciate you coming on, man. I love you too, Josh. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, I'll talk to you in a bit. Yep. All right, guys, another awesome episode of Break the Cycle. Drew's so cool, man. I love that dude to death. Go go follow him. Go support him. He uh, very good video editor, too, so it's not easy. As someone who's learning to video edit, uh, I have 
utmost respect for anybody who can string together some good videos. It's not easy. I promise you. It's very hard. Um, but it, it's good. But, yeah, go check them out. Support them. Do what you can. Uh, of course, check out my sponsors because I would appreciate it, and they would definitely appreciate it. Uh, Top Lobster, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Break the Cycle custom sundowning logo uh, dark camo hoodie at a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of this here YouTube channel. Guys, seriously, support the show. Help, help me out here, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go big. I'm trying to go big or go home. You know what I mean? Uh, I do want to start doing uh, more short news clip, like news uh, style shows. Um, when I first started the channel, I was doing uh, I was doing individual shows once a week and then interview shows once a week. So I want to get back to doing some of those short uh, interview or um, uh, news style solo shows uh, on the days that I'm off. And uh, I want to start doing some uh, events. There's lots of events coming up that I'm going to be going to. So I want to start, um, you know, recording interviews and stuff like that on the road. So uh, it's up to you guys though, man. If you want to support the show, please do. I, I appreciate it. But go support Top Lobster. He's a good man, and uh, he deserves all of your praise. And, of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much, much cheaper um, and more efficient. Uh, seriously, if you guys own a business, go check them out. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. I promise you. Uh, guys, tomorrow night, no show. Uh, Thursday night, Reed Coverdale rejoins Break the Cycle. We're going to talk all about how uh, Twitter is a bunch of baby bullshit uh, that you're not even allowed to make jokes on and all kinds of other stuff, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then on Friday, of course, my good friend and partner, uh, Top Lops, and I will be throwing down uh, for the monthly bro down. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, you guys will be there. Um, I will see you tomorrow. Oh, day after tomorrow for the show with Rick Coverdale. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Due to legal reasons, I just have to explain. The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the person of the frame. But I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So when any violence you commit, I am not an excuse Cause I just landed in Minecraft Well, a trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously, I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You're nothing I mean, you know it Don't try to get us, get you close to COVID 